0: Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming.
1: Welcome to episode 125 of the Launch Your Live show. I'm Christian Karasevich, I'm the host of Launcher Live, and on this episode, we're going to talk about five ways to avoid live stream burnout. By the way, the struggle is real. So for those of you, by the way, who are new to the show, we talk about live streaming. We talk about various techniques, strategies, we interview other live streamers to see how they got their start, maybe what equipment or cameras they're using techniques and so forth. Now I mentioned, we talk about strategy, we talk about techniques, all that sort of thing, but it's also important to actually just take a hard look at, you know, whether it's live streaming or blogging or building a business, you know, burnout is something that does exist across the board. So what we're going to do is we're going to take it and we're going to look at it from a live streaming perspective. We're going to talk about, you know, five ways that you can avoid the burnout, we're talking about some different techniques that you can use to help ensure that you find good work-life balance. And I'm not sure if I really phrase that right, work-life balance, because it's about finding balance in whatever it is you're doing. So It's very easy, for example, if you're just getting started to think, hey, I have to just go all in on this, and hey, I'm only going to do it for a certain amount of time, but the problem is what ends up happening is we do it, go down that rabbit hole, and then It's hard to get out of that rabbit hole. We then do more and more and more and think, oh, well, I'll do more because that's going to give me more results. And the thing is, that does not always happen. And well, we can experience what's known as burnout. So let's get into avoiding live stream burnout. So let's start off with this live stream burnout. What is it? Basically, you know, it's the process of just feeling like you have to constantly be going that you're swamped, that there's no end in sight. It doesn't matter what you're doing. So if you're live streaming, for example, it's the feeling that, hey, you know what? I have to do this every single week or I have to do it every single day. Otherwise, things won't grow. And the thing we have to realize is that that's not actually the case. A lot of times we end up making it that way when it really isn't how things really are. You don't have to, you don't need that feeling of feeling swamped there's no one in sight or that, hey, he wants to step on that, you know, that hamster wheel that if you get off, oh, the business is going to crash and burn. No, it's not necessarily going to do it. If you do things right, it's not going to happen like that. We kind of conjure up those images that things are going to end up that way. And the thing is, they really don't. So let's get into a handful of techniques that you can use to avoid burnout as a live streamer. So I'm going to give you the uh, first way to avoid live stream burnout, and that's building the muscle. And I'm going to use a gym analogy here. And basically, you know, if you want to avoid burnout, here's what ends up happening. A lot of people, they either start really hard at something and, you know, we use the gym. They go to the gym and they pick up the heaviest weight, for example, and, or they try to go all out right when they first get started. And the thing is, it's like, well, getting to the gym is the hardest part. So for example, for live streaming, starting a live stream, going live at least that first time, that is one of the hardest things you can do. For a lot of people, they say, hey, I'm going to do it. They never do it. Right? Getting you to the gym, same thing. Getting you to the gym is that first step. And then once you're there, it's going to be hard the first few times that you've gone. For example, I'd never hit a gym actually uh, for the past uh, number of months. I'd never ever really hit a gym and had a structured plan. And I started doing it. And I will tell you the first time I went there, I felt very out of place. It felt very uncomfortable, but the thing is I have to build that muscle. So for example, if I wasn't into strength training, then I needed to build that muscle. And the same thing for live streaming. If I've never done it before, it's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel hard. It's going to feel like, oh my gosh, there's a million things to do. And the thing you have to remember, it's all about building that muscle. So you don't just go in and all of a sudden, you know, if you want to lift, you know, let's just say you want to, uh, or let's say you want to do, you know, uh, a 500 meter row or lift 200 pounds, for example, you're not going to do that the first time you go there. If you've never done rowing or weight training or strength training before, you have to build that muscle. So what you're going to do is you're going to start off and you're going to start off at, you know, instead of 500 meters, maybe you're going to row hundred meters and it's going to feel hard. And then the more you do it, the more consistently uh, you do it, the stronger you're going to get and the easier it's going to be to get to that 500 meter row, that 200 pound uh, weight limit that you want to lift. Live streaming, it's the same way. If you've never done it before, it's going to feel super awkward. It's going to feel like there's a lot of things to do because there are. And it's going to feel really stressful at first. But the thing is, it's like you got to do it. It's like it's almost like not like a rite of passage, but you have to do it to get yourself started. So you got to build that muscle, you know, again, that gem analogy. So it means doing your first live streams. Let them, you know, do them. Don't worry if they get messed up, for example, or you miss something. It's all like people are people actually like to see you mess up on things when you're live streaming, they want to see the authentic you. So they want to see the struggle, but they also want to see you overcome it. Right. It's part of that whole, you know, uh, just, just that, uh, that, that hero, uh, example there, you know, they want to see you like succeed, right? They know that, you know what, Hey, it's your first time people are going to be supportive. If you tell them that, and then they want to see you grow and the same thing's going to happen here. So if you want to avoid burnout as a live streamer, don't go into it thinking, you know what, I've got this. I'm going to be a pro in the first one. You got to build the muscle And what that also means, by the way, is you need to work on setting the pace and the frequency. What can you reasonably do and how often? Now, here's the thing. That's something when we talk about building that muscle, if you have never live streamed and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go live every single day. I would say, nope, you're going to start off with once a month, maybe twice a month. And you're not going to go live for like eight hours in a row. It's going to be maybe an hour, 30 minutes or something like that. But you're going to build up to where you need to be versus trying to just go all out. Because I'll, I'll tell you, I have done live streams, and I I do a live stream review show as well. And I started out doing it, and I was the first one. I didn't set any time limits, and the first few were like four hour live streams. And I noticed as I got finished, I was tired because it does take a lot out of you. Because you need to be on camera, you need to be you know focused on you know your viewers you need to be running your live streams. Like there's a lot of moving pieces. So you got to build that muscle to avoid burnout as a live streamer. And so just a couple of takeaways there, a couple of techniques you can do. So, you know, I think the first thing is going to be, what can you reasonably do and how often you need to look at your calendar. You need to look at your calendar and you need to talk. I got to say this, if you have a family, you need to talk to your family and you need to set some reasonable expectations So for example, if you know you're constantly really, really, really busy and you're like, well, I want to do this, but you're like, Hey, I want to do it for like eight hours. That's going to cut into a lot of things you have going on. Right. And so talk to your family and see what you can reasonably do. Here's the thing. You don't have to go live for eight hours, eight hours uh, versus, you know, a one hour stream. For example, you may get more out of that one hour stream than you will out of eight hours. And we'll get to that here in a little bit, but you definitely want to build that muscle. So you need to first talk to your family, talk to you know, the people that, you know, people that care about you and support you, and you want to figure out what you can reasonably do. And then you want to set that pace and that frequency. And so you know, if you've never done live streaming before, don't try to do it every single day. Don't even try to do it every single week. Start off with you know, once or twice a month and build up once or twice a month. Hey, you know what? Maybe faster for some people. They may go from one to twice a month to once a week. The next month, it really depends on you know, what they can do and how quickly they ramp themselves up, but you have to give yourself grace as well with that. So, you know, the first few live streams are going to be hard. You got to build the muscle and over time, it's going to get a whole lot easier. I speak from experience. I've done well over 500 plus live streams and it's a process. So first way to avoid live stream burnout, you got to build the muscle. Okay. So, the second way to avoid live stream burnout, you know, feeling like you're always swamped, you're always just going from one thing to the next, is to focus on time blocking. And so, time blocking is basically where you have set aside your live streams on a calendar. So, you you have a calendar and you say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go live. Let's say it's uh, twice a month. I'm going to put it on the calendar. But guess what? I'm going to do I'm not going to put anything. 30 minutes before it. I'm not going to put anything 30 minutes afterwards or even an hour afterwards. I need to build in some breaks in between this. So for example, if your live stream is set to go live at 11 o'clock, don't assume, oh, well, I'm going to do something at 1030 that's going to go until 11. No, you need to give yourself 30 minutes to one hour beforehand to get your gear set up, to test your microphone, to restart your computer, you know, to get your, to basically, I'm going to use an an example, a friend gave me uh, in a coaching program I took. And, you know, she talked about uh, preparing your bunker. And that means like going to your desk, for example, if you're going to live stream, having your water ready, for example, if you need coffee, you know, you need to go use the bathroom, you need to set up your equipment, having all of that stuff ahead of time so that, when it's 11 o'clock, you go live. You aren't scrambling to get anything set up. You're not scrambling to get a guest on or a co-host. So time blocking, make sure you allow enough time on the front end, but also on the back end. Now, I want to talk about that. I talked about it a minute ago. I said, hey, you know what? You need to talk to your family and figure out what, you're, what you have the bandwidth to do. Here's the other thing. If you've got, for example, if you've got kids' soccer in the morning and you know, and it runs right up till 10 or 10 30 and you're like, Oh, then I have a live stream at 11. You may want to consider changing your time in your live stream. Cause you need to make sure you allow enough time for something to happen. For example, it's, you know, it's easy to go to practice, go to a kid's soccer match. And then when you're finished, go home, but you know that there's not exactly 30 minutes. Sometimes there could be traffic, maybe you have car problems, you know, maybe you've got to make an emergency stop somewhere. And so that then just creates, helps create some of that added unwanted stress that can lead to live stream burnout. So again, takeaway: make sure you set enough time at the beginning and make sure you set enough time at the end of your live streams. Now, a tool I would recommend for something like this or technique would be also make sure you have a clock next to you because it's very easy to do a live stream and then realize, you know, oh, it was only supposed to be a one hour live stream and oh, wow, it turned into two hours or three hours or four hours. So focus on setting up some Time blocking, don't do back to back meetings directly right into your live stream. Give yourself enough time to get everything set up so that you don't feel stressed. Because the more you do it, the more you're not going to want to do it if you feel stressed every single time. Because on the beginning of it, oh, wow, you know, you had something that really, you know, cut right up to the time you need to go live, or you had something else right after, so you had to rush through. So that's number two. Number three, another way to avoid live stream burnout. So you know, if you're somebody who, like, I'll talk podcasting here. If you struggle with going live, for example, on a consistent basis, just remember you don't always have to go live all the time. So, uh, for example, you know, you could batch your live streams. Like, you could go and uh, pre record the video, and then you can use what's called pre recorded streaming where it is broadcasted out or premiered at. A certain time so for example you know if you're if you know that hey I need to go on you know my family we need to go on a vacation I can use this pre-recorded streaming feature to record the content ahead of time so you work ahead and you schedule it out through through some of the live streaming tools like for example I use streamyard we'll talk about that one in a second and by batching my content I can create it all ahead of time. I don't have the added stress of, well, oh, I got to go on a vacation. Oh, I got to do a live stream. I have to do all this stuff. Like, this is new technology that did not exist. So, you know, be sure, you know, you, look into batching content. You know, batching content helps alleviate things. So, for example, if you know that, you know, you do, say you want to do a live stream like twice a month, and you know that one of those you'll do live. Maybe the other one you need to, you know, you need some time for another project or to do something. Consider batching that content ahead of time so that in the off chance that something does come up and you, you know, you can or cannot make that date, say you can't make that date, you have the content ready to go. So that's going to help you feel like, you know, it's going to help you feel, I think, a lot more relaxed because you don't have to like rush at the last minute to, you know, try and fit it all in your schedule. So, that is batching your content. I'll use. The, I'll give you an example for podcasting. What I do, for example, for for this show, is I don't record these episodes every single week. What I will do is I will sit down and I'll you know I'll take like a couple of hours, for example, on a Sunday, and actually sorry, on a Monday, and I will sit down and I will record all of the episodes I need to do for the month, and then I will schedule them out to go out. So then this way, I'm not having to. Let's say I publish an episode, because every episode goes out. I think every, I think it's every Monday. I'm preparing all the content for the month ahead of time so that the following Monday I don't have to rush. It's all scheduling and going out for me. So batching content that can help reduce a lot of the stress. It also helps keep you focused so that you don't feel like, well, I have to do this today and this tomorrow and this the next day and this the next week. It's one block of time that I sit down and just record. So that's another way you can avoid live stream burnout you know it's batching your content or at least preparing your content ahead of time and um what i mean by that is for example if you have a live show for example i keep a google doc google document that has the structure of the show and so therefore all i have to do every single week like i don't wait the week of i start working on it ahead of time i literally sit down and i go through and say okay well you know this week we're going to cover this topic Here's the write-up for that. The following week, we're going to cover this topic. Here's the topic for that. Here's the, you know, here's the title. Here's the description I want to put in it. Here's the links I want to include. So I start to build a lot of these ahead of time so that then when I go to record or when I go to stream it, everything's ready to go. I don't have to like reinvent the wheel. Everything's already written up and just ready to be shared out. So batching your content, it can help reduce the need that, you know, Oh, I've constantly got to be working on something. It's like, I sit down once a month and do this versus I do it all like the day before. So you get yourself into the habit of batching your content. And that's going to go back to, by the way, point number one, I talked about, about building a muscle. If you've never batched content before, it's going to feel like, Oh, well, this is a lot of work to do. But the more you do it, the more you get a process going, the more comfortable you're going to feel. And you're not going to feel like you have to constantly going that you're swamped and that there's never an end in sight you're going to realize there's a lot of free time out there if you start to just work smarter, not harder at things. Okay, so let's go into number four on ways to avoid live stream burnout. And that's going to be to review your analytics. Now, if you go on platforms like YouTube, YouTube Live, for example, or Facebook Live, they have analytics about your live streams. They tell you how many impressions. So, you know, uh, how many people like saw your live streams you know, you have uh, impressions, you have reach. You know, and so it's how many people did you get in front of? How many people actually watched your content? How long did they watch your content for? And this is all important information because here's why. I talked about it earlier. When I do a live stream and, and I started doing four hour live streams and then I started looking at the analytics, I started to realize, great, I'm doing four hour live streams. I, I thought, oh, four hours, that's good. I'll keep it going. But then when you look at the analytics, Your analytics may tell something different, but mine basically said, Christian, you need to slow down or reduce the length of these live streams. They don't need to be four hours. So instead of, and and this is going to come back to building a muscle. If my live stream was four hours, I knew I was not immediately going to, and I only wanted to make it an hour or an hour and a half. I knew I wasn't going to be able to go from four hours all the way down to an hour and a half or an hour immediately. Instead, what I needed to do was go from four hours to three or two and then slowly move it down to an hour or an hour and a half. And the way you do that is you look at your analytics. So if you go to YouTube, you go to youtube.com, you look up your YouTube studio in the top right-hand corner, and then it's going to take you into the studio and there's an analytics tab and you can see how engaged your audience was. And here's why that's important, because if you're doing a four-hour live stream, you're putting in more work when your live stream only needs to be one or two hours and you're realizing, oh, wow, everybody's commenting like an hour and a half in and then it declines because you will see this in your analytics, then maybe I need to change up how long my live streams are. Maybe they don't need to be four hours. So that's when you build that muscle to reduce it from four hours to three hours to two hours, for example. And then what that means in terms of being a better live streamer, it means that you're going to need to work smarter at how you're building your show. It means that you're going to maybe need to reduce certain parts of your live stream where, you know, maybe your intro doesn't need to be 10 minutes long. It only needs to be five minutes. And then you cut the fat in other places, right? Again, all of this is to help reduce live stream burnout. So not the feeling, you know reduce the feeling that you need to be on for four hours. Review your analytics. They will tell you exactly what you need to do. They'll tell you you know what, are you streaming too long and people aren't engaging? Are you streaming for four hours and you're getting no viewers at all? If you're streaming for four hours and you're getting no viewers at all, I'd seriously consider reducing my streams to one hour or 30 minutes and see how that impacts. Like if if doing 30 minutes or one hour live streams versus a four hour live stream, how much is that gonna change your viewership? Does it, you know, is going from four to one hour, is that gonna give you three hours back of time that you can put into something else more productive. Because again, it's not about putting in more work, not saying, oh, well, I'm gonna go from four hours to eight hours. It's about saying, hey, you know what? How long do I really need to be streaming so I get meaningful people watching? Because you gotta remember also, not everybody tunes in live. Some people tune in live, but there's a lot of people that are on team replay and they'll watch that replay. So you need to look at where you're getting the most bang for your buck. Because again, it's not about putting in more work because the more work you put in, the higher the chances you're going to have burnout because you know what, if you're doing four hour live streams and you're not getting anything out of it, it's going to be very disheartening. You know, if you're putting four hour live streams in, that means that that's a lot less time that you can devote to something else. So I highly recommend, you know, to avoid live stream burnout, look at your analytics and then don't be afraid to reduce the extra effort you're putting in because you can put that into something else. You can put it into your relationships with your family. You know, there's a lot you can do with it. Okay. So the fifth way to avoid live stream burnout is to build in breaks. And I mean breaks like this. Don't be afraid to take a break, for example, from a live stream. That means, for example, if you decide you're going to go live once a week, you could do three live streams and then one could be what's called pre-recorded streaming where you record everything ahead of time and you send it out once a month and that allows you time to take a break. The other thing you can also do, what I mean by taking a break, take vacations. You know, go and get in touch with nature, for example. If you like going hiking or playing sports or things like that, make sure that becomes part of your routine, that you're not just sitting there at a computer, you know, constantly working. Because again, I mean, it's great to go through the motions and do it, but all these little things like the analytics, you know, building that muscle, like you're going to realize. If you're streaming and you, you know, you just feel like, oh, this is just not something I'm enjoying, like you're not going to enjoy it after a while if you're not seeing the results. You know, you want to build in those breaks so that things are actually fun because that's what's actually supposed to happen. If you find something that you're really good at and you're passionate about it, it's going to shine through. And it doesn't mean you have to put in all this extra work. It just means you're onto something. If you're enjoying it and you're getting results and you're not feeling stressed, you're not going to be burned out. So make sure you build in those regular breaks, whether that's, you know, taking a break or vacation or, you know, just taking an episode off. Just remember, you don't always have to be on. If you have an audience that tunes in and you're like, hey, you know what? I need to take a break this time. Go ahead and do it, you know, or make arrangements to have someone else co-host or run your show for you. For example, you know, I do a, a show I talked about live stream reviews earlier and I was doing it, you know, I was doing it a long time on a, you know, on a weekend. And I've reduced that number down. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go live twice a month. And then I reduce it to once a month. And then I'm actually taking the next episode off and I've got someone else that's running it for me. You know, again, it's because I, I, I need to build in that break. So, and there's ways you can build in that break. As I mentioned, you can use pre recorded streaming, uh, you know, and that could free up an extra bit of time. For that month, and um, by the way, the tool I used for that, I use StreamYard. You can check it out at launchyour.live forward slash go forward slash StreamYard. We'll put that in the show notes, by the way, as well. And that basically is going to uh, make it where you can record the broadcast, and then you can schedule it out to go live. So, for example, if you go live, you know, two Saturdays a month at 11 a.m., one of those could be scheduled as a live stream where you actually have to show up, and the other could just be. I record everything ahead of time. I take the video that they create and then I schedule it out to go live at that time. And then I don't have to actually be there. I don't run it. I don't do anything. All I have to do is after the fact, go and check the comments, you know, and engage and respond back to all the people that were watching the live stream. So that's going to do it for um, episode 125 of the launch your live show, where we talk about five ways that you can avoid live stream burnout. The struggle, by the way, is real just want to give you a quick summary of this. So we talked about what live stream burnout is. We talked about some different ways to avoid burnout. You know, one of those is to build the muscle to get into time blocking so that you don't feel like you constantly are going and going and going and just having everything, just one thing right after the other. Uh, we talked about batching your content ahead of time so that you don't feel like you're always, you know, playing, doing things last minute, uh, looking at your analytics to see if, that extra effort actually makes sense. So what I mean by that is going from a four-hour live stream down to a one-hour live stream, or, you know, vice versa, going from a one-hour stream to a longer stream, does it actually produce more results? It may not. And then lastly, we talked about building in breaks so that you can get that mental break that you need. And you can use tools like StreamYard to do pre-recorded streaming, you know, and also free up some extra time during the month. But thanks a lot for joining us for episode 125 of the launch your live show. Uh, Remember, if you need help with your live streams, you need production help, you know, you want a a consultation with us, just go to launch your live on all of your social platforms. Don't forget, by the way, we've got some great related episodes. We've got uh, five ways to be more consistent as a live streamer at launcher.live slash EP93. We talked about another way to repurpose your live streams at launcher.live forward slash EP19. And we also talked about 10 lessons that we've learned from live streaming at launchyourlive slash EP89. But with that, we'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot.
0: We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos that's launch your dot live so until next time keep going live